Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox. We're going to Recon. It's the world's largest retail real estate conference, where a year's worth of deals take place in just three days. This conference and convention for the shopping center industry taking place right now in Las Vegas. And, Pim, we're going to speak to the president and CEO of the International Council of Shopping Centers, who's got a somewhat more upbeat view of retail than we've heard on this show. Well, that's good because uh, shopping malls, they seem to be dying a slow and ugly death. We're going to be taking a look at the world of shopping malls and retail uh, right now. Let's go to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you, Pim. Thank you, Kathleen. Just getting word that Unicredit's Chief Executive Officer Federico Gazzoni has agreed to step down after almost six years at the helm of Italy's biggest bank as his efforts to improve capital and revive profit lost the support of investors. He will depart once a successor has been named. Stocks are rising the most in two months. Today is increasing speculation. The Federal Reserve will raise rates this summer, sparks gains in financial shares, while housing data signals the economy is strengthening enough to support higher borrowing costs. Brad McMillan, Chief Investment Officer at Commonwealth Financial Network, says consumers are spending. Just look at new home sales this morning. And what that's meant is not that consumers can't spend, but that they haven't chosen to. But it's also meant that once they choose to start spending, there's a lot of dry powder. Speaking of spending, Best Buy fell the most in more than four months after forecasting second quarter profit that trailed analyst estimates and announcing the departure of Sharon McCollum, who helped revamp the company's operations and cut costs. Best Buy says McCollum will step down as chief financial officer and chief administrative officer after the company's annual meeting in June. Best Buy shares down today by 6.6% to $30.84. Commerce Department said purchases of new homes surged in April to the highest level since the start of 2008. Tenure down 5.30 seconds, yield 1.85%. Gold down 1.8%. S&P up 26, a gain of 1.3%. 2.32 on Wall Street now. A look at other news from around the world. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Vonnie Quinn. Human remains may hold the answer to questions about what caused that Egypt airplane to crash. A senior Egyptian forensics official tells the Associated Press body parts suggest there was an explosion on board the plane. Egypt's state-run news agency is denying the report. However, other Egyptian officials have said they believe terrorism is the most likely cause. In a speech to thousands of people today in Hanoi, President Obama encouraged Vietnam to strengthen its human rights record, arguing countries prosper when they embrace freedom of speech, press and assembly. Confronting our imperfections and allowing everybody to have their say has helped us grow stronger and more prosperous and more just. A new report shows the nation seems to be kicking the habit faster than ever. Bloomberg's Michael Barr has more on the declining smoking rates. A new government report shows smoking among adults in the U.S. fell to 15% last year. It involves the biggest one-year decline in more than 20 years. The rate fell two percentage points from 2014, when about 17% of adults said they had recently lit up. Experts believe anti-smoking ad campaigns, increases in the cost of a pack of cigarettes, and smoking bans have played a role in the decline. Michael Barr, Bloomberg Radio. 
New York State's Attorney General is suing Domino's Pizza, alleging it underpaid workers. Eric Schneiderman says his office has uncovered, quote, rampant wage violations. The company calls the lawsuit disappointing and contends it's worked with the state for three years to help its franchises comply with New York's complex wage laws. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Bonnie Quinn. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, stocks are surging with the S&P 500 index up 1.3%, gaining 26 points to 2,074. Dow Industrials up 205, a gain of 1.2%. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. U.S. commercial property values, they rose by an average of 10% in 2015. And since 2009, well, commercial property values have actually doubled. Here to tell us more about the world of real estate and shopping centers is Tom McGee. He is the president and the chief executive of the International Council of Shopping Centers, and he joins us today from Las Vegas. Tom, thanks very much for being with us. Tell us why you're in Las Vegas along with almost 35,999 of your favorite friends. <laughs> well, good day, and thanks for uh, thanks for having me on, Tim. I, I am in Las Vegas. It's the site of our annual recon convention, which brings together, it's actually going to be close to 37,000 uh, people at the, at the most recent count that come together uh, fundamentally to do deals, uh, to talk about leasing opportunities and shopping centers around the country. And there's a tremendous amount of energy uh, that's taking place here. There's a lot of positive uh, feedback uh, about the industry and, and vibrancy. And I, I think that uh, if you took a mood and a temperature of the folks that are here, that would be quite optimistic. I mean, doing a deal, which is fundamentally why people are here, is somewhat of an optimistic bet on the future. And so uh, we're very pleased with the number of people that are here. And this has got to come to a surprise to anybody who's listened to Bloomberg Radio, uh, our guests talking about retail. Ice Age for for retailing right now, according to uh, Bert Flickinger of Strategic Resource Group, although your latest figures show that there was actually an increase in um, the mall segment in terms of occupancy, combined super regional and regional malls uh, in the first quarter. From 92.4%, now it's up to 93.7%. But brick and mortar is failing. That's the story, right? Or not necessarily failing, but it's online sales that are the place to be, is what many are arguing when it comes to retail. Yeah, I know. I know that there is a lot of uh, certainly um, folks that believe that that's the case, but that actually isn't the case. I mean, certainly e-commerce is here to stay, and it's going to play an important role uh, in retail. But um, brick and mortar is here to stay as well. And physical retail is doing quite well. The, you know, you mentioned the occupancy rates, and I think what isn't being told, and is the real story now is one of conversions, that it's not really bricks versus clicks, it's really one of bricks and clicks. And consumers uh, expect a seamless shopping experience, whether they're online or in a physical retail location. And, and still to this day, the vast majority of sales in this country happen in physical retail. E-commerce sales are less than 10% of the total retail sales. And actually, their growth as a percentage is moderating. If you look at where the growth is coming, yes, 
Some of it's coming from Amazon, but a lot of it is coming from retailers that have physical locations that are building out their e-commerce platforms. Speaking to this synergistic um, synergy between e-commerce and physical retail, which we use the term omni-channel. I wonder if you could just speak a little bit about the change that has taken place at malls at a time mm-hmm. when, for example, Macy's shuttering what, 36 additional stores, 78 Kmart and Sears locations also going to close. But a lot of the malls have to spend capital in order to revamp, but they're not necessarily putting in stores. They're putting in things like restaurants and movie theaters. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think that what the mall owners and really property owners, uh, whether it's the malls or open-air centers, uh, lifestyle centers, et cetera, they're adapting to what the needs of consumers are. I mean, this is the ultimate consumer-facing business, and right now consumers have a a tremendous appetite for entertainment, uh, restaurants, lifestyle-type things, services. And so um, as some of the anchor stores may close, it represents new opportunities to fill that with other uh, offerings that, you know, the consumer likes. And, in fact, you know, I think if you talk to the vast majority of landlords, they would tell you that, uh, you know, that, that the energy that's in their properties is quite high and that adding those new locations or new service offerings is quite positive. So this is uh, day three of Recon, the uh, world's largest retail real estate (laughs) convention in Las Vegas. What are the signals coming out? What deals have been made? Are there certain malls and kinds of malls that nobody wants to invest in but other ones that are hot? This is what investors want to know. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't say that there's one segment of the market versus others that, that, uh, I would point to that is particularly doing better or worse here at Recon. I think that when you have 37,000 people here, all of the segments are doing, uh, are doing well and from the standpoint of leasing and, and deals getting done. Uh, I would say that there's just a lot of energy here and I, I actually, this is my first uh, Recon as President and CEO of ICSC and so it is pretty awe-inspiring when you walk around, uh, the facility. We pretty much take over the vast majority of Las Vegas Convention Center. And when you walk around and you see the level of energy and the number of meetings that are being held on virtually every one of the uh, the uh, locations that are set up, it's pretty overwhelming. And it really, if you think of retail and shopping centers as somewhat of a, of a signal or a bellwether about the American economy, I think it does uh, portell somewhat of an optimistic tone right now. Tom, does everybody there want an Apple store in their mall? Well, Apple, I think what, you know, it's a, it's a good point. I, certainly Apple is a hot retailer, but I think what, what Apple has really demonstrated is the importance of, of experience in the, in the retail environment. And that is, I think, the theme that is so important to be successful in retail today, which is the consumer expecting experience. When they go shopping, it's not just about, you know, consummating a transaction, not just that commodity element of shopping, but it's really about how do I feel mm-hmm. when I'm in the shopping center? What does it, okay. where does it transport me to, and Apple is a great example of that that thematic element of experience being so important. And by the way, Tom McGee, President and CEO of the International Council of Shopping Centers, joining us from Recon in Las Vegas. This is Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Audi Meadowlands in Secaucus, New Jersey, powered by Benzel Bush, offering a commitment to service, luxury, and value with total transparency. Start your journey at AudiMeadowlands.net and define the way you drive.